and when we first, after Drew was selected, we first walked in, we got to see the guy uh, for the first time. Did he look? Did he look guilty to you? He didn't look. He looked weird. He looked uh, disturbed. <laughs> he didn't look like a, a killer. He did looked, he wear a suit? He wore a suit, obviously. Uh, oh. But when we saw the his interview video with the police when they first arrested him, completely different person on the video, right? He looks like a guilty person on the video. <laughs> <laughs> When you say jury duty, people are, ah, you know, jury duty. They're annoyed that they have to go and sit in a room all day uh, just to have their name not called. Mm. I was, I got called. I'm like, oh, man, uh, everybody complains about it. It's probably really uh, dull and wasting my time there, right? So I show up Monday, and they put all these people in a room. This is before covid so everybody was sitting side by side, no mask, yeah, coughing. And anyway, <laughs> about, uh, I'd say after lunch, you'd sit there all day. Somebody, uh, a bailiff would come in, I think, and they would say, this is a civil trial or this is a criminal trial. Right. And they would read off, I don't know, 30, 30, 40 names. And you would go with that person to <clears throat> to that courtroom. And there were hundreds and hundreds of people in this room just sitting and waiting all day. The the, the first room that you come yes, to? Yes, the or, first or room. The, yes, yes, yes. And so they would they would announce, okay, we, you know, you can take an hour for lunch and come back. I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to wait all afternoon again. Yeah. And went out to lunch, came back. About halfway through the afternoon, my name gets called, and it's a criminal trial. And I'm like, ooh, oh yeah, I, know. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got the good one. I got the exciting one. Not, you know, I'm suing my neighbor or whatever. Um, and so we went up to the courtroom. They would first ten, twenty people that got picked sat in the jury chairs, and then the rest of the people who were essentially extra, right, um, sat in where the audience sits in a courtroom. Right, right, and they that's do that the, because uh, that's for the interview process. Yeah, to see so who goes into the right, and so in there, they're essentially selecting who's going to be on the jury. And what's the judge doing? So the judge kind of directs what is happening in that process. She says, "You know, thank you everybody for being here. I know um, you're taking time, precious time, out of your day, out of your families, whatever. But this is part of the." process we have in this country and you know you're here to do us uh, do do a job you know she asks several questions to disqualify people out of being in the jury she does that first pass okay and it's mm. questions like it's the this is this is a murder trial has anybody served in a murder trial before and you and you raise your hand and she's like you and she'll ask you what what kind of murder was it? And then you have to say first, second, third, whatever it was. And she'll say, what was the verdict? When was it? Where was it? And that's and that's pretty much it for those questions. So the idea is they want to get somebody that's not going to be partial one way or another and not going to be too familiar with the process, I think. 
because okay. they disqualified those people that have served in, in murder trials before. They said, okay, okay, thank you. You can go. I, I, the reason I'm asking is because I, uh, uh, I've, I've gotten to the point where I got called, but they didn't have a trial because they, they came to a, an arrangement um, on the trial that, mm. I, that I was going to go. So I never got as far as listening to the court proceedings. Right. Um, when you get called and they call you in, the judge, the judge can disqualify you, or the attorney yeah, so can disqualify the, you. Like I said, the judge does the first pass of questions. But to the take judge you out. actually disqualifies you. Yeah, she'll say, "Okay, thank you very much. You can exit the courtroom without any input from the the lawyers at that point." Correct. And so the oh. other th- question she'll ask is, "Do any of you jurors know each other?" They don't want a group of people in cahoots, right, in within the jury to decide yes. for everybody else. So they don't want more, you know, you need to be with the other people. I think it was 13 jurors. I forget how many. 13 strangers they want. You want to have 13 strangers in there. Uh, so that disqualified people. Another question was, do you have a health issue or a personal issue or some issue that you can't serve on the jury. And some people did. Uh, they either had some other, like if, you, if you're scheduled to have a, a surgery, heart surgery, right, <laughs> for that week. Oh, no, not, not only that. If you have like a dialysis appointment that yeah. you need to go yeah. or something like that. You know? And you could if, and it had to be like, like within a courtroom proceeding, you would either speak it out loud or you say, can I approach the bench to tell you because I don't feel comfortable you know, sharing saying, medical, sharing yeah. all these, with all these people. And there was a lady yeah. that said, Oh, I have panic attacks, blah, blah, blah. And she was excused. All right. I she got my weird. inhaler. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do my. <clears throat> I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. And then they'll pick, you know, once somebody that's sitting in the chair, in the jury chair, is, is let go. The next person that they called comes from where the general population they, sits. They call you by name or they just They call you by name, Mr. and Mrs. Uh. Last Name. And then you go sit. And then she'll ask you the same questions. All right. And then once once you have the the set uh, jury from the that the judge ironed out, then the prosecutor goes first and he asks people questions to kind of say yes i don't yes i want that person or no i don't want that person right right um and obviously it's just like you see in movies he'll ask questions to see where are you leaning towards right yeah so if and you they, say if you say well obviously if he got arrested he's guilty <laughs> <laughs> yeah they'll ask questions like uh it's actually this is the other question the jury asks is uh, do you have relatives that are police officers or do you have rel- or do you have friends and family that are paramedics, right? Anything yeah. that was involved could be, in the that could get sway your opinion about, or are you related to the on. the guy being prosecuted? You yeah, know? yeah. Wow. Um, it, yeah, it's a, it was very interesting to watch that piece. So then, when they the prosecutor and the defense jury come up, um, there was one guy in the jury that was an Oxford graduate. And so when the prosecutor asked him a question, he was super long-winded in his explanation. 
I like that guy. And then at the end, <laughs> at the end of his explanation, the prosecutor goes, well, that's what an Oxford graduate degree gets you. <laughs> and everybody laughed. And he was out of the jury, right? Oh, they, didn't want him. <laughs> they didn't want him because they're going to, you're going to be swayed by a person you think is smarter than you. Sure. Oh, sure. oh, he was a graduate from Oxford. He knows what he's talking about, right? They don't want that. They want the dummies, which is why I'm, I was in, uh, in the jury. That's why you got picked? That's why I got picked, because I, I know nothing. So finally, they finished the selection, and they said, okay, great. This is how it's going to go. We expect the evidence and the witnesses to take two days or something, because they, they know how many people are coming through. Are you um, sequestered, or did you just go no, home? No, you can go home. Uh, but obviously, you don't talk, you when you don't go talk home, to your wife. You don't this is the wife. interesting part. So when you, at the end of the first day, when, when after the jury is selected, the judge will say, you, you're excused for the day. You cannot talk to anybody about this. You cannot say anything online. Don't talk to your family members. You're going to hear some things during this trial that is not public information. Don't say anything. Once the trial's over, you're free to talk about it. But she only said that part after the trial was over. All she mm-hmm. said during the trial was, don't talk to anybody about it. Right. And so when, when we went home, came back 8 a.m. first uh, the next day, somebody got reprimanded and kicked off the jury because she had posted on social media or something, what a dummy, <laughs> that she was That's on the, the jury for this guy. Uh, one guy got in a car accident uh, halfway through the trial and we did, they didn't fill in his position because it wouldn't be fair for the person coming in only hearing half the evidence, half the testimony. Right. Is, uh, uh, it's, is it an even number or an odd number of people in the jury? Yeah. I don't think it matters. It, you have to have, it's a unanimous decision. Unanimous decision. So yeah. So yeah. uh, If there's, there's one person that disagrees, um, it, it doesn't so matter. one person can hold up the whole works. Yes, and it was very interesting to see how they how they do things in in the court proceedings. You see you see it in the movies. It's not that dramatic. It's very boring. Right, right, right. Um, and I don't understand half the time what the the rules of, the rules are. I'm not a lawyer, yeah, so I don't know yeah. what the rules are of who's supposed to speak when and how, what they are supposed to say, but. Um, it was very cl- the part that was very clear was when they were interviewing the witnesses. Right, prosecutor would call a witness, uh, and first it was so the the trial was for a guy that had killed his dad, shot his dad, and killed his dad, and they were trying to get him for first degree murder, which is with the huh. intent. And yeah, that you you intend to uh, uh, commit the crime, you plan it, and you you complete the crime. Yes, right. That would be first degree. And when we first, after Drew was selected, we first walked in. We got to see the guy uh, for the first time. Did he look? Did he look guilty to you? He didn't look. He looked weird. He looked uh, disturbed. <laughs> he didn't look like a, a killer. He did looked, he wear a suit? He wore a suit, obviously. Uh, oh. But when we saw the his interview video with the police when they first arrested him, 
completely different person on the video, right? He looks like a guilty person on the video. (laughs) 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 But not in the courtroom. Oh, man. Obviously, that's that's what they want to do. Yeah. So the witnesses that they called in, the first one was the neighbor that heard the shots, came out of his yard, was talking to to the guy. Mm. Uh, So the story was when when they have the opening statement or, or what do they say opening arguments or opening statement yeah there's the opening arguments there's the uh the question and, and the question where they bring up the uh the witnesses and and police testimony so the op- the op- but the opening part so the the prosecutor the, uh, kind from of what exp- i understand the opening statement and the closing statement they opening can, statement. uh they can uh say stuff right they can yeah. say they could be more emotional about they, what's going on. Right. The prosecutor kind of outlined, here's what I'm going to prove. Yes. Right? Yes. And then the defense was like, here's where he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. Huh? They outlined the story, which was he had a, an argument with his dad. He went and got a shotgun, uh, a rifle or a, a long gun. I don't know what gun it was. And shot his dad inside the house, ran outside the house, and said, I shot him. He's, he's in there bleeding. I shot him. Right? And that's what the neighbor neighbor's testimony was. This is what I saw. He ran out of the house. He told me he shot his dad, and his dad was bleeding uh, inside. Hmm. And so at that point, they called 911, and police came, paramedics came. They had the paramedics. They had the cops on the witness stand, on the uh uh, witness stand. Then they showed the interview when they first arrested him. It's a 45 yeah. minute long video. And the judge was like, pay attention to this. You're only going to watch it once. You're allowed to take notes. Just pay attention. And everybody paid attention, uh-huh. obviously. They do give us a legal pad for us to take notes, but you can't take that home. Obviously, you have to leave it in your chair. And you can come back, take more notes. You could take it into the jury room if you want. They can't pause the video, or they just let it run, and you got to let pay it attention. run. You got to pay attention, yeah. But there could be details in that that you might miss on the first exactly. pass. Exactly, and you can't ask questions. My big problem was I can't ask. I can't raise my hand and say, "Why did you go and do that?" You know, I can't. You can't go and ask questions like that, which would be great if you could. Yeah. Yeah, because it kind of clears out, and but but that's not your job. The job that's the job, job of the attorney. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And so they had everybody. They did obviously. They didn't put him up because uh, you don't have to, right? You don't have to yeah. put the. Yeah. So when it, it took two or three days, two days I think for all the testimony and everything. Yeah. And we got to see the the evidence, right? We got to look at it in the in the jury room. Uh, they he had the, the long gun, the some bullets. They had the gun. They had the gun right. They there? had the gun there. Yeah. Wow. Um, <clears throat> you get to play with it. You get to play with it. You get the-, the gun. They didn't give us in the jury. <laughs> no, we saw it, and they of course like <clears throat> flashed it in front of the no, jury. Fl- this yeah, is yeah. the murder weapon. The yeah. murder. Or the uh, oh, oh uh, so so they so the judge goes. We're gonna. Deliberate now. Yeah, this is what's going to happen. You're going to go in there, and you're going to talk about it, and you're going to come into agreement, and only come out when you're in agreement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you 
have a question about the process or any question at all you want to clarify, you submit it in writing to the bailiff. The bailiff will come out here to the courtroom. She'll read the uh, She'll hand it to me. I will read the question. And then depending if it's a question for the whatever question it was uh, right. to the to the prosecutor, defense attorney or to the judge, it has to be read out loud in court in front of everybody. And the guy's family was there, his mom mm. uh, and some other people. Those and, questions can give away the way you're leaning one way or another, right? Well, I think it's more pro- it's more for process questions, not, um, you know. Can we see the video again? I don't, no. So, so we it, we went in there, and there's no guide for us to follow on how we're going to deliberate. Right? You don't think about this. You just say, "Put thirteen strangers in a room and go talk." Well, how do we do that? Right? They don't tell you how to do it, <laughs> which is interesting to me. Like we all. We all sat in a round in a in a in a board meeting table, long table, and we just kind of sat. And some people made comments here and there. And boy, that was a lot of information, huh? Blah blah blah. Small talk. And somebody suggested, "Well, let's go around the room and tell us what you what you're thinking and why." And the piece of paper we had to fill out was. This is what the jury decides. Is it first degree? Is it second degree? Is it third? Whatever the different murder types are. And so we were ran around the room, and some people were like, first degree, because he walked back to his room and got the rifle. At that point, he had the intent to kill his dad, right? Other people were like, well, no, there was alcohol in the dad's body, so they probably had an argument with each other and the dad probably was hitting him or something. You know, these a lot of these details weren't cuz nobody was there. There's no video of it. It was all Why would somebody think that uh, because part the of the dad testi- was hitting the guy. Part of the testimony was that there was alcohol in the dad's blood, a high level of alcohol in the dad and the son's blood levels. Right. So they were both level. drinking. They were both drinking. Did the uh they said uh, the they murderer had, have wounds on his body? That he had the bullet hit his thigh and it punctured one of no, the no, main the, arteries. The murderer. The, the murderer. murderer? I don't know. The 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 one that had the Yeah, cuz you know like if you uh if you're going to say okay, well maybe they were fighting. Well then the person with the gun might have wounds that would indicate that there was some sort of physical no, application I, before i think it was that it, they suggested that because there was a knife next to the body uh there was also mm. like uh the metal knuckles to punch people with uh, what are those called yeah, the, well the traditional name is brass knuckles brass knuckles but but they uh they can be made of many different materials there was that brass. there was that in the guy's pocket or next mm. to the body or something uh they had 30-some guns around the house, right? Between handguns, rifles, and all this stuff. They have the right to do that. I know. I'm not questioning that. <laughs> I'm just saying that was brought up in the case. A lot of it. So why would that? Why would that bring... Anyway. Uh, easy access to, to guns. Okay, they had right. easy access to guns. Right. Um, and so we went around the jury room saying what we thought, 
right? What we did for a living, because that would kind of, we had one nurse in the jury pool. And so people were looking up to her when it came to discussing the paramedic and the doctor uh, information that they that we got from the testimony, what what her thoughts were were very important because she's a nurse, right? Yeah. I don't know if I get if I get shot in my calf versus getting shot in the thigh. What's the difference? I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but she knew where your arteries were, where your main arteries were, and sure enough, what the, what everybody was saying and everybody knew when you hit a main artery in your thigh your thigh is one of the places you bleed out in a couple minutes right it's it's bad what they were trying to prove is you know because he's a hunter and he knows where to shoot animals to kill them quickly that he shot his dad right there to kill him on purpose i didn't believe that i think he just shot him <laughs> you know yeah yeah but went around the room and said what we did for a living uh, and where we stood on what kind of murder it was mm. and uh, why, right? Explained to us why. So we did that. And some people were like, this is why, this is why. And it makes sense. One guy was like, I'm on second degree murder and I'm not changing my opinion. I'm like, well, we can't work with this guy, you know? <laughs> and that's the whole problem with the sticking a bunch of strangers in you have you know people like that that aren't we're not trying to change his opinion we're just trying to discuss it right and well, come to liberation means you have to talk about exactly you can't just be there like a stick it. and just say this is what i'm doing and that's final like come on <laughs> and it felt like we were there for 30 minutes right but we were there for three and a half hours just talking yeah it was it was it time went by so fast. In in the jury there should be somebody who talks yes. that gives the uh the verdict. That yes. person. What is that? That's the uh That's part of what you talk about in the jury room. The judge tells you when you go in there, your first order of business is pick a foreman. And he's gonna be the one that's gonna read it when you come out here. And he's going to be but the one. That doesn't mean that that person's going to be in charge. Not of in charge. The whole proceeding. He just is the communicator of... on behalf of the of the jury. Okay. Okay. And he volunteered. The guy volunteered. I'm like, okay, everybody Who okay did? with it? Oh, okay. somebody sat down, said, and said, yeah. "Hey, I want to do it." He said, "I have no problem doing it." Yeah. So we come out. Yeah. And you have to submit your choice in writing, right, in the piece of paper, and then, and then. Give it to the bailiff. Your tr- your question, not the question. The our our final our final decision. We write on the piece of paper. We acknowledge yes, the jury is in in agreement agreement this on this, decision. and they send it out. And you have to tell them what sentence you're suggesting. Doesn't mean that's going to be the sentence, but that's the sentence that the jury is suggesting. Twenty years, right? 40 years. Well, life. Life here is. Chop his head off. <laughs> is 40 or 40, 40 or 45 years. And the guy was in his 40s. Oh, so that might as well that's, be that's life. That's a life sentence. That's yeah. a life sentence. Yeah. Um, but we, did, we didn't give him life. We gave him like 30 years or something. It was, it was less. Yeah, but still. Still, you're going to come out of there? Yeah, you're 70. Right. Anyway, we, well, we walk back out there. We read the paper. 
the guys, the guy gets handcuffed and taken away. Uh, the 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 sentencing is done at a later date, but we don't have to right. be involved there. And so the judge uh, ended the the proceeding, and as soon as it was over, she was like, you know, herself again, right? She was more personable. She wasn't judgy. The ju- oh the judge. Uh... She was like. Thank you so much for going and for doing all this. We really appreciate it. I will stay here as long as you need me for any questions. So people had questions, right? And you you could then ask things and say things that as an you as an individual, as, as a person, individual. yeah, yeah. And so we were all like, "Yeah, this courtroom setup is weird because it's not <laughs> it's not what you typically see." And she's like, "Yeah, I know." But this is what they're, you know, what the recommendation was. The seating arrangement was kind of weird uh, from the jury's perspective. Um, we told them, hey, it's kind of weird when you put us, when you send us for breaks out in the hall and the fan, the guy's family is right there in the hall with us, right? It kind, it's kind of weird to see the lady sad and crying when you're <laughs> going to put her son in jail, right? <laughs> So we we gave him feedback like that. And then out later in the hall, we could talk to the prosecutor and the defense attorney if you wanted. And I overheard the prosecutor say, yeah, there's a ton of evidence we couldn't we couldn't include. Like the fact that the police were called to their house 40 times before this time. Why can't you bring that up? Because there was some sort of objection that that would skew the jury's. It should be brought up. (laughs) But. What what you're try what you're doing during the trial is was this guy's intent to did he intend to kill his son or not? Only on that situation. We thought it should have been included because yeah, if there is a history of domestic violence there, one day he's gonna get fed up. Yes. Right? And that yes. was the case. Yes. Yeah, and and you and you might more likely say, hey, that's probably you know over time that person could start planning this situation, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, which can fall more under first degree as opposed to second degree, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I got but, we we left there. Um, I got a check in the mail for for my time. Yeah, I yeah, spent we, the whole uh, week there. But you weren't sequestered. They didn't put you in a hotel room with no TV or anything. Oh, it, I was mean, that? Was not... that? Was the, did you in the news? Did they talk about that crime or no? That was one of those uh, low so profile. They, it crimes. was a low profile, and it was in the news like two years ago, right? Two years before the the trial. So a lot of people were disqualified because they remembered and they knew about this guy, and they remember seeing in the news. I right. had no idea. I don't watch the news that closely to. To see every murder. To remember of a murder that happened. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, in our town, uh, they have, uh, you know, they have a place where they where you get tried for uh, traffic infractions and, you know, different things that you do locally, you know. And uh, uh, one of them is teen court. Mm-hmm. And what they do is if you have a teenager that uh, commits a crime and it's usually something like either speeding through a speed zone or uh, if they're caught with some uh, drug paraphernalia or small crimes out past curfew or something you know they go 
to court. The cops grab them, they go to court, they get arrested, they go through or they get the ticket or whatever, and uh, they have to go to court. And they have a choice of either going through the normal uh, proceedings of, of crime and punishment uh, and fines and all of that, or if it's a teenager, they can, they can go to the teen court. And to do that, they have to admit that they committed a crime, right? So they say, yes, I did commit the crime. They have to do that. Mm. Um, and in the teen court, uh, the punishment is some form of community service. Not only is teen court on teens as the, uh, the criminal, the person on trial is a teenager, but the jury pool are teenagers. Mm-hmm. So it is a, a jury of their peers and the attorneys, the prosecuting attorney and the defense attorney are also yeah. teens. Okay. The only adults uh, in the court are the judge, who is a real judge, the bailiff, who is a real officer of the court, and there's a, uh, I guess, the uh, secretary, the person who who keeps the records of everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I read that article in the magazine, and I said, oh, and on the bottom it says, call this person if you're interested in the program for your local community, you know, teen court. And I said, oh, as the dad that I am, I went over to my daughters and said, hey, you guys are doing this. Get it done. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, what? Don't worry. You know what? Don't worry. I'll get it done for you. We'll just go. But we didn't do anything wrong. They didn't do. They didn't. They didn't do anything. They, you wanted them to volunteer as. I wanted a them to be the well. <clears throat> they said that uh, the teens that uh, they recruit are uh, for jury duty, and if they want, they have to take extra training to be an attorney. So I told them, go to the training, uh, but I would I suggested to them to be part of the jury pool. And see if they if they're interested. And if they're interested, then they can do the attorney stuff. Mm-hmm. My type A young ladies are. They went to the the training and they came back and they had cases. They were both attorneys. Not only were they both attorneys, but they were on the same case. Yeah. And one was a prosecutor oh, and one God. was a defense attorney. <laughs> and. Uh, one of the interesting things about that is that they get prep time for their case. So they review the documentation. They get documentation on the case. They review it. They can call the uh, the, the accused. Uh, they can discuss the issues with the person or with their parents. They can, uh, you know, they, they can do quite a bit, you know, as far mm-hmm. as the defense. Uh, the prosecution has uh, a less information. They just have you know, the paperwork of what what the person was accused of, when it happened, how it happened, uh, whatever was in the documentation. They don't, they don't, they don't get to talk to the, the person mm-hmm. ahead of time. And uh, as the dad, I ran out of here right after work to uh, go to the court, and I get to sit in the in the audience of the, of the of the courthouse. Were you snickering the, the whole time? <laughs> no, no, no. They they were dressed. They were dressed in their business attire. Um, 
you know, and uh, I went in there. My wife and I sat in the courtroom, and we we're watching as proud parents. And it's like, oh man, our kids—they're coming. They're gonna be tough. Oh, and and uh, they—I just told beforehand. I just told them, listen, don't be shy. You just get up and you say what you got to say. Don't don't you know? And my girls are definitely not shy. Apparently, you know, because they got up and they they both, you know, did their part. Um, what they're actually fighting for is not to be uh, innocent or or guilty. They are uh, fighting to reduce or increase the uh, service hours. Okay, so it's, a, so it's always community service. It's the 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 yes, it's always community service, and what they're fighting for, the defense is trying to reduce. I've done community service before. You got in trouble. No, it's it's part of a class in college. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so if uh, uh, if the kid, you know, they'll they'll ask questions. Have you done drugs before? Do you do you, did you ever get caught busted in you know speeding or what was the course or how did you get the vehicle? Is this your vehicle? Is this not your vehicle? Um, did your parents give you permission to take the vehicle? No. Well, clearly this client has low Guilty. respect for their parents, <laughs> you know. Uh, and my my kids went through the process, and they were pretty, you know, they 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 did their part. But some of the kids, there was one gentleman, uh, teen, who uh, he liked doing prosecution attorney, right? He was definitely a prosecuting attorney. That was his thing. Mm-hmm. He could definitely. He would get up, walk around, around. permission to approach the jurors, (laughs) you know, and he'd walk around and he had his paper and he's walking and he's talking. And and what was even more funny is that as we're sitting watching and I was like, check out this dude. He thinks he knows what he's doing. Yeah. (laughs) And and, uh, during a lot of the trial, the the judge was, had their head down. You know, and she was, uh, she was laughing. writing or doing. No, she had <laughs> during a lot of the different because they have more than one uh, uh, trial. You know, while you're sitting there, they can have like five trials, five students or six students that are in trouble. Right. Um, so they go from one to the other to the other to the other. And when my girls were doing it, the the the, the uh, judge would look up. She'd look down, do some writing. She'd look up. She'd point, look, write down. Right. When this guy starts talking. The judge put her hands on her on her head. She's like, "Check this guy out." <laughs> He's going and places. And she was what? <laughs> yeah, you know. And you can even see that the teens in the in the uh, in the jury pool are, you know, all of a sudden they're like, you know, paying attention. You know, the, the, it, it kind of really increased the attention uh, to the kid. You know, right. um, and and he was pretty harsh. He was pretty harsh right. with with his questioning. You know. And I'm like, wow, this guy's really going I for will the prove jugular. to you today. You know? And and, and <laughs> a couple of times I'm sitting there going, Hey man, the other I tell my kids weren't against this guy. There was another guy and I was like, dude, objection, man, objection. Uh, I even I wanted to yell out, Objection. What are you doing? You know? <laughs> I'm sorry, Judge. I'm sorry. I got too emotional. Uh, got emotional. And uh, you know, that was kind of interesting to see. And and they're all like I said, they're all teens sitting mm-hmm. there, you know. And and you, clearly, uh, the parents when they come with their teen who's in trouble, their parent is not happy. But I thought it was really interesting, and I told them, I said, "Hey, you know, this is what can happen." I tell the kids, "This is what can happen. You know, uh, if you mess up, 
you know, if you do something wrong. Uh, it's important that you uh, stay on the uh, up and up. And this is just an example in teen court. It can happen in real court, you know, with uh, more serious uh, issues, you know. But one of the things that I didn't like, I can tell you what I didn't like, is that some of the community service can be serving in the jury pool. Ah. So over time, you know, you go, you see the five, six kids that are in trouble, and uh, you come the following week, and there's another group of kids, right? Five, six kids in trouble, whatever. And over time, next you know, you're looking at the jury pool, and you're like, I remember that kid. Yeah. That kid, what the heck is going on here? And all the screw-ups are in the jury. And their their punishment is is less. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) You know, over time, it gets like a messed up. Yes, yes. The, the, The jury... Uh, ends up being, you tainted. know, like you're like uh, tainted, exactly. John and I want to say thank you all for uh, being a part of our little world and enjoying our show. Uh, we'd like uh, to encourage you to uh, please uh, give us your feedback and tell us what you think. If you have any ideas that you want us to uh, talk about, by all means, uh, let us know. Uh, we have a Instagram account, uh, John and Tom Talks, uh, where we have some little snippets of our show, and you can also comment. We have an email, uh, John and Tom Talks at uh, no. what is it, John? It's John and Tom is it? Isn't that, isn't that John and Tom Talks? John and Tom Podcast email? at Gmail dot com. Yeah, you can definitely email us, and uh, we don't have people. It's just John and I. We, we, <laughs> what do you we mean? Will, we will. Our staff we will in this get. huge. Meeting no, no staff. It'll be us, and we will <laughs> respond to you as quickly as possible. But we would love to hear from you. 